Welcome to the OT Lifestyle Movement. This is for the occupational therapy visionaries and the ones who see things differently. We're moving our profession forward through living and leading a truly holistic lifestyle. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the OT Lifestyle Movement Podcast. I'm Rhiannon Crisp, occupational therapist, personal trainer, and founder of otlifestylemovement.com. You can head over and go check out the website. So I want to ask you guys something. Have you ever felt the pressure of being the expert and needing all the answers to your client's problems? Have you ever spent a considerable amount of time thoughtfully providing strategies and recommendations or giving out homework to clients who never follow through? Have you ever wanted to step down from the clinician pedestal and work in partnership with your client? Have you realized that your clients are the real agents of change in their own life? If you have, this episode is for you. So wearing the expert hat and prescribing recommendations is very much quote unquote traditional therapy. Clients come to us because they believe we can solve their problem. But what I want to talk to you about today is another paradigm and it's the coaching paradigm. Now these two approaches, traditional therapy and coaching, they're very different, but I love them both because I think that they both hold a tremendous amount of value and they both have something really different to offer the client. But more and more OTs like myself have started to explore new ways of delivering therapy that go beyond traditional therapy and coaching is really appealing to us. So basically coaching is a conversation between the therapist and the client or the caregiver. And it's a conversation that focuses on moving the client forward in the direction of their goals. So what we do is we move the spotlight from the problem to the possibilities. As a therapist, our role moves away from providing all the right answers to asking all the right questions. So when we are insatiably curious and we ask the right questions, coaching can lead to incredible client transformation. So I remember when I started coaching, I was like, well, what kind of questions do I need to ask? So I've written down a few questions here and I'm going to read them out to you because this can be really helpful in, in your own exploration of coaching. So you might ask questions in your session like this. What do you really want? What seems to be the main obstacle? What's holding you back? What if you do nothing? What did you do that worked well? What do you plan to do differently next time? What's one action step you can take this week? What blocks or obstacles might pop up if you were to take that step? Okay, so we can use lots of different questions, really open-ended questions that can help dive deeper into moving our client from where they are now to where they want to be and, and finding out their goals. And we can also use motivational interviewing techniques. So we can use qual quantitative measures to assess a client's readiness to change by evaluating two things. We can look at importance and self-efficacy. So for example, you could say, on a scale of zero to 10, zero being 
not at all important and 10 being extremely important. How important is it to you that you dot, 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 shower independently, prepare your own meals, return to work, whatever their goal is? Or you could say on a scale of zero to 10, zero being not confident at all and 10 being extremely confident, how confident are you that you can dot, 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 shower independently, prepare your own meals, return to work, again, whatever that goal is. So these questions that we ask can help the client to develop more awareness around ways that they can move forward. And one of the biggest things that I have found about myself, you know, is this conscious awareness that I've had to have over the past five or 10 years as a therapist is my ability to listen without interrupting. And this is in my work life as well as my personal life. You know, I am one of those people that when I have an idea pop into my head, I need to say it straight away or I'll forget it. I used to be constantly forward thinking. So whenever I was in a conversation with someone, I would be thinking about what I was going to say next or just trying to hold on to that thought so it didn't, it didn't get lost. Rather than really being present and focusing on what the person in front of me was saying. So I had to retrain my brain and become more present and harness deep, mindful listening skills. And to be honest, it was a real challenge for me, especially when I am so passionate about something. I just, I want to blurt it out. And it's a real, real, real skill to be able to resist this and focus all my attention on the person sitting in front of me. It takes a lot of mindfulness and ability to be present and aware. I mean, how often have you spoken to someone and the other person is a really bad listener? They don't appear to be interested in what you're saying or haven't developed a deep understanding of what you're saying. And because they don't understand, you might feel judged or just simply not validated in what you're saying. So if you're thinking about coaching, OT coaching, I'd recommend you start by being really mindful of the conversations that you're currently having at work, at home, with your friends, when you're out and about, with the lady at the checkout. I mean, anyone that you come into contact with. I want you to ask and reflect on these questions. Are you truly present? Are you being authentic? Do you really care? Are you really listening? Are you listening without judgment? And this is a really great place to start. You know, start in the real life context of your day-to-day -day life. The other element of coaching that I had to be really conscious of was not providing solutions. So as therapists, we're trained to give advice and recommendations. I mean, we are natural problem solvers and it's in our DNA to help people when they come to us with a problem. So the art of refraining from providing solutions also takes practice. But what it means is it gives our clients the opportunity to work it out for themselves. And this is so incredibly powerful. And I really believe it's instrumental to the sustainability of change that they create. So the thing is, clients are the experts of their life. They are, and we're the experts of our life. When we hold space for our clients to come up with the amazing solutions and ideas that fit into their lifestyle, what do you think the chances are of them actually carrying it out is, as opposed to 
being prescribed interventions. Of course, you know, they are more likely to try their own idea because it makes sense to them and it fits into the context of their daily realities. When an individual holds the power and the problem-solving ability to create occupational change within their own life, they not only solve that initial problem that they came to see you for, but they develop the tools and the mindset to figure out future problems when they arise. Now, if this isn't empowering, then I don't know what is. So whether their desired change is to quit smoking, shower independently, or help their child get dressed in the morning with, with ease, the person needs to want to change. Coaching is only going to be successful if the client is an active participant in the therapeutic process. So their desire to change needs to be greater than their desire to stay the same. And they need to be willing to participate and implement their own strategies in the real life context of their day-to-day -day life. Now, I do want to remind you that coaching sessions aren't linear. There's not this rigid, straightforward, standardized, step-by-step -step protocol that we follow, right? And the goals also may change week to week depending on the client's current situation and what's working for them and what's not working for them. So it's this really fluid, dynamic process. And I love this because it means we're always focusing on what's meaningful to the client at any point in time, instead of focusing on what we have triaged to be most important. So when we provide coaching services, we need to learn how to connect. We need to learn how to empathize. We need to learn mindful listening. We need to learn how to question. We need to develop a trusting relationship and we need to be ridiculously curious. We need to have this insatiable curiosity and really be inquisitive about their life and how we can help them. So coaching is this wonderful tool that can be used by occupational therapists. And if you want to dive more into coaching, but you're feeling a little unsure about how to go about it or where to start, I really, really um, encourage you to go have a look at my OT Lifestyle Coaching ebook. So again, that's the OT Lifestyle Coaching eBook. It's on the website at otlifestylemovement.com. And in there, I list a evidence-based approach, which is developed by an occupational therapist. Now, she wasn't seeing the results she wanted in traditional therapy. So she's come up with an intervention, a coaching-based intervention. And as I said, it's evidence-based. I highly recommend you go check it out and dive more into that because it will, it will grow your confidence enormously. It will make you feel confident to even implement coaching in your work. Um, so go check it out and I wish you all the best. Uh, we are going to be talking more about coaching. It's something that I love and go have an epic day guys. Go out, enjoy the day and go live your little OT heart out. Carpe diem. That's it, guys. I hope this episode resonated with you. But more importantly, I hope that it inspires you to take action. If you haven't already, come over and join our Facebook group family where we connect and collaborate. You can find us really easy just by searching the OT Lifestyle Movement in Facebook. 
If you did love this episode, I'd be super grateful if you shared it. You can take a screenshot right now and share it on Instagram or on Facebook so we can connect with more amazing, like-minded, open-minded OTs. The more we share the OT lifestyle movement, the more we can create a ripple effect. And if you do love the podcast, please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star review so we can be found more easily. That's it. Go out, create the epic change that you seek in the world because the world is ready for you. Carpe diem, guys.